This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Thanks for listening to Primetime with Isaac and Souk On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Service Patriots is your home for comfort solutions for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. Prime Time with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. We were discussing Washington, those pesky dogs, and uh, as they were the subject subject of today's uh, poll question, uh, somebody mentioned that the uh, Washington Texas game is a rematch of last year's exciting and and uh, shocking Alamo Bowl, Valero Alamo Bowl, and the uh, the Huskies got them. The Huskies won the game. Yeah. Leading twenty-seven to ten, they held on for a twenty-seven twenty victory. Well, when, I didn't. I didn't remember that, but yeah. When you look through, and I think that's why a lot of Husky fans, when they saw that matchup, even though you know, the, I don't think Texas ha- is much better this year. Texas is much better this year, and uh, their defense is better, and that it's basically a road game. I mean, you're hearing from UW fan left and right that it's just so difficult to get down to New Orleans, and it's expensive. I think I saw that the packages from UW without game tickets is four thousand dollars. To get down there, I mean that's a it's it's steep. So uh, it is going to be a hostile environment. But I don't think Texas scares Washington. Um, just don't. They beat them last year, and Texas is certainly better. But so is Washington. And again, it, 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 if Washington is healthy and their run game, like Oregon had a really good run defense. <clears throat> Let's not act like that was just like a that you ran through just a a, a sieve out there. UW came out, and if they can run the ball like that with their weapons, and remember, they have all four receivers healthy for the first time. You know, they haven't had that all year, and that was the first game, and that offense looked freaking amazing. And they're going to look that way against Texas. So I just think if you're Washington, you have a big advantage, and I think they're going to throw all over Texas. Why is Texas favored then? What what are they what are they saying there? Uh, I think the idea is just again an overall talent level when you look at it, and and Washington, there there's still the the national perception, and I get it. For six weeks, Washington didn't look good. They just didn't. After the Oregon game, there wasn't a single game that Washington played where you said that looks like a Final Four team until the Oregon game, until the the Pac-12 title game. So the question becomes, which one is Washington? Do you have the first six weeks of the season, including the Oregon game at UW? Do you have the next six weeks where 
Penix didn't look good. The offense didn't look good. The run game and defense kind of held up, though, which to me, if I'm a Washington fan, that's what gives me a lot of hope is that when your wa- offense was struggling, when Ndunze did have a puncture lung, when when Johnson was playing on one foot, when Penix, despite what they tell you, Penix had cracked ribs and, and McMillan was out, they held that thing together with a run game and with a defense. And as those things got better, and then you saw them culminate with their best performance of the year, you saw them finally get healthy and look like a championship team. So I think a lot of people are going to look at the total body of work and say, Washington didn't look that good. And to me, I think you almost have to cut and paste <clears throat> and, and, and say, to me, Washington's best is better than Texas's best, in my opinion. But I think a lot of people look at the totality of it and and aren't going to see it that way. And from a talent standpoint, when you look at, you know, if you're looking at recruits and overall depth, people are going to say that Texas is the deeper team because Washington is thin at places, but as long as they're healthy, Washington starting 22 is really good. It's just on the, the backside of it, it's not what Texas is. Texas, just looked it up, 85th in pass defense. Yeah. That's not very good. No. But and if I think you they... look at just the last three games, mm-hmm. they are number one in the country in rush defense, Aha. which is kind of interesting. And, um, and one of their uh, big secondary guys, I think it's their, I think it was their starting safety, he's going to be out the first half of that game because he got the old uh, targeting. Well, you were talking about um, talent level, and, and, and that does explain why Alabama and Texas are favored. Although I saw a look-ahead line that had Alabama favored by two and a half over Texas. Mm-hmm. And oh my God, I would, if I find that anywhere that I can bet it, yeah. I, I saw it online, I, it wasn't somewhere where I could bet it, I would throw my house on that. Yeah, And, and I mean Alabama. <laughs> um, and I do that based solely on uh, talent level. Oh, and then coach too. I mean, Nick, is Steve Sarkeesian going to outcoach Nick Saban? No, not a chance. Well, especially so, with, with, with a time to get ready. And, and this yeah, is... Yeah, exactly. Well, hold on. So here's the thing about the talent level. I saw this today. There's only one team in the Final Four here um, with no five-star recruits. Do you know who that is? Yeah, it's Washington. That's Washington. Yeah. There is another team who only has two. Do you know who that is? Uh, well, I'm guessing that's Texas. That's Michigan. Oh, Michigan. This is why Texas and Alabama are favored. favored. Texas has five or has nine five-star recruits. Alabama, 18. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Yikes. Washington has 49 three-stars. Do you know how many Alabama has? Not. <laughs> Ten. Yeah. It's, and so, and, and, so that's why Alabama and Texas are the two favorites in these games. And traditionally when we've seen um, the, the playoff occur, that, and I feel bad because I don't think Washington is, is this team. When Washington played Alabama all those years ago when they made it to the playoff, um, their offense was was eh, it wasn't good but the defense held in held into that game that member washington used to have like one of the best defenses in the country those guys were ridiculous and they had vita vea and they had uh mcduffie and byron murphy and that check thompson and dude they just cranked greg Gaines. they cranked out defensive guys and now it's kind of flipped the other side but 
if you want to say Washington was one of those teams, Michigan State, Cincinnati, um, it usually the team that isn't talent rich that's kind of the outsider to the Blue Bloods, they haven't fared very well. In fact, the only one that I can really remember is TCU. And we saw what happened. TCU pulled off the, the, the great upset against Michigan, and then they ran into Georgia. And again, we saw the, the talent gap. But when I look at Washington this year, to me, it's a little bit different because, yeah, there may not be five-star guys up and down the roster. And maybe back-to-back weeks against Texas and then Alabama, Texas against Michigan, maybe that rears its ugly head. But when I look at, at, like I said, starting 22, the overall depth, you can't make an argument Washington's the weakest team, which is why I think they took that weird six-week hiatus. But when you look at Adunze, when you look at Polk, when you look at Penix, when you look at their two tackles, I think when you look at uh, ZTF, I think when you look at Trice, when you look at Muhammad, there's first and second round NFL players up and down this team. Now, if you get past that and you get some injuries, now you're in trouble. But a month to get ready, which is why I don't know if Washington wins the whole thing, but with a month to get ready, I'll take Washington starting 22 over Texas's starting 22. And I don't think you need a ton of depth, at least in that first game. You're going to have multiple weeks to get healthy. Against Oregon, it was the healthiest they've been. So I think Washington you're feeling pretty good about this. If this was like a 12-team playoff, now I'd be sweating bullets because your depth will get exposed when having to play great team, great team, great team, great team. Well, they don't have the stars, but they they certainly have the experience. Yes. Right? Isn't that some of the... It's a special year. That's some of how they make up uh, the lack of of depth or the lack of talent. Yeah. Um, Even though it's not that big of a disparity, disparity, it does sound drastic when you look at it based off recruiting stars, but kids get better over four years. Look at Michael Penix. And so that's why Washington is having the year they're having, because a lot of these guys are gone. Yes. I mean, they're losing a ton of guys. Like if you, like Washington has gotten over Oregon the last two years, obviously. But if, if to me, if you're looking into the future, I think Oregon is set up a lot better than Washington is simply because they're bringing in a talent pool that's superior. And, and yeah, Washington grows and develops, and they're going to go into the transfer portal and all that, but when you're picking from better athletes, more often than not, you're going to be consistently better, whereas when you're a grow-and-develop team, there's probably going to be some highs and lows because when those guys move on, it's going to be really hard to find four receivers or three receivers like Washington had this year. Oh, and by the way, a Heisman Trophy-level quarterback. It's it's going to be a lot harder to reproduce that, whereas if you just have a big group of deep, talented guys, Wash, or not like Alabama and, 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 and Michigan and Georgia, look at all the guys Georgia has lost over the last two years, and it just they just seem to recycle them. Every year it's like, oh, well, these are the next guys. And I think it's harder to do at, well, it, I know it's harder to do at programs like Washington's. And that's the one thing that, if I'm a Husky fan, scares me a little bit is that DeBoer so far, with all of his success, isn't really lighting up the recruiting rankings. In fact, they had their big, the best player, I guess, in the state of Washington, a running back, who's from their backyard. He just committed to Arizona State. He's from O'Day, so he's literally in downtown Seattle. And he, he took ASU over over Washington, and I think that, that stings a little bit. I, I think the other thing that hurts you, Dub, is the way that they're winning feels like a traditional Pac-12 team, at least since the college football playoff has started. Like, they're barely beating teams, so a lot of the national pundits are like, oh, this is a classic Pac-12 team where they score a bunch of points, they have a bunch of guys on offense, 
but defensively they're really poor. And I, I think UW's defense has been underrated the entire season. I mean, you just watch their D-line dominate Oregon's O-line. And Oregon's offensive line, that's a top 10 O-line yep. in the country minimum. Yep. And they had pushed around every team from Utah to uh, you know Texas Tech to whoever they played in the Pac-12. <clears throat> but they got pushed around by UW. So I think... Two, what hurts UW is the way that they've won in the past and the way that everybody thinks about UW. It feels like that old school Pac-12 team where it's all offense, no defense, and that's just not the case. It's a good point, and that would be why I will be betting on the Huskies. I like them, yeah. plus the points. I like them against the Longhorns, but I I will yeah, probably that, we'll I, see. I think that you're probably your champion is coming out of the Michigan and uh, and, and Bama game. But so now it wants to be good, yeah. but now we wait. Uh, a whole month before they lace them up. I know. <laughs> so stupid. All right, let's get to uh, the real story of the day. We have buried the lead, no question. Will the Civil War rivalry be back? Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.